Hey everyone, it's Marlena Gross-Taylor here from Edu Gladiators, and we are starting tonight an amazing chat on student leadership. And you know what? It's not about me talking or adults talking. I am so honored and so excited to have my special, special friends all the way from Hawaii right now that will be sharing with us about their student leadership. So, of course, as always, our live chat is open. Please pop in questions there for our student leaders, and we'll be sure to answer those as well. But tonight, it's really about them. It's really about hearing from them how uh, leadership has impacted their lives and also their schools. So without further ado, I would love to introduce my friends from Hawaii and their teacher, Mr. Williams and Mr. Chen. Uh, and hey guys, say hello to everyone and introduce yourself. Hey. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, so tell everybody who you are, what grade you're in. I'm Kira, I'm in sixth grade. Uh, I'm Marlon and I'm in fourth grade. Hi, my name is Kamiley and I am in third grade. Um, my name is Keely and I'm in sixth grade. I'm Riley and I'm in eighth grade. All right, and our two teachers. Oh, hi, Mr. Williams, and I teach digital media here at Calicay Intermediate School. Hi, I'm Mr. Chen. I teach third grade at Kaakai Elementary. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So guys, the next time you head to Hawaii, first let me say this, you need to check out these two amazing schools and these incredible students who are doing awesome things in their school and really taking the lead in modeling what leadership looks like and also impacting their communities there in Hawaii. So thank you again for joining me tonight and joining the rest of Twitter world. So you ready to get started? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so I have some really tough questions for you tonight, okay? Uh, and just love for you to jump in. So my first question is, what does student leadership really mean to you guys? I think student leadership is a way for students to express themselves while still being able to have guidance so that when they get older, they're able to know what to do with what they're what they've been given. I love that answer. Yeah. I love that answer. Anyone else? I think student leadership is not only telling people what to do, um, <laughs> but uh, like being involved with what they're doing as well. Absolutely, I like that. It's really about motivating and showing not. And that's how we can tell our story. That's how we can encourage by being that example. I love that. Love that, Shara. So how do you lead in your schools? Tell me how you're leading in each of your schools. Um, I'm in a leadership class with my teacher, Miss Sunata, and we set up, like, we make games for the school, like, on special holidays. And, like, we've been doing, like, broadcasts. We'll make broadcasts for, like, the school every Thursday, like, telling them like like all these cool things and like motivational Monday and just like being good examples and stuff for the school. So we'll share that out and yeah. I love that. Who else? Tell me how you're leading in your schools. Um, one way we're leading in our schools is since right now, 
uh, we have an Earth Week project that we're doing. And what we're doing is we're um, challenging the classes of Kahakai to do these um, things every day. So, like, we're making posters with a bunch of challenges for each day. So when you, like, so it's either, and it, so it's fun to do, like, little projects that can also help our community. Awesome. I love the involvement of the community there. That's always a great thing to do. Anyone else? Great answers. I have another one. Another thing that I've done in my leadership class is we've had, well, I've set up a can drive and the whole class like got together on that and we got from our community and the whole school, we all got them to bring in cans and then we sent them to a can drive. And our goal for cans was 700 and we actually doubled our goal. Yeah. And so I think it was really cool how everybody came together to give this thing. And it was all led by all the students in the class. And then another one we did was for Christmas where we collected a bunch of, like, used things or, like, things that did, people didn't want but were in still good condition. And then we gave that to um, homeless people around the island. And this was all student-run. Students did all this. We made the videos, did everything for it. So I thought that was really cool. That is very cool. I wish I had each of, each and every one of you here in Tennessee with me. That's so awesome. You know, we have a question from our chat. We have a live chat going on, guys. And so if you see me glance down, I have way too much technology than my 28 Forever brain can keep up with, but I'm trying. Um, <laughs> People are posting questions right now. So if you see me look down, I'm reading the questions. And our first one just came in. So are y'all game to answer it? Ready. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So one of our one of our guests that are listening in, and he's a principal as well, asks, what can what can we do as teachers to best help students lead? I think you can give them opportunities to lead and then once they've been given the opportunity, I think they'll take rain with it and do what's best for the community. And But it's all about giving them the first opportunity to do that. And yeah. I like that. I like that. Have you guys had opportunities in your school to lead? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Williams has given me many opportunities. This. <laughs> yeah. Whether you wanted to lead or not, he was encouraging you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Anybody else have an answer? That was a great answer. Teachers could educate um, students on how leading works and like what's the definition of leading. I like that. I like that. So maybe you know sometimes, and I'll I'll start with me. I've been guilty of it before too. Sometimes as teachers and even principals. We think that we know what's best all the time for you guys. And I think sometimes we, um, we limit those abilities for you guys to really stretch out your wings and grapple around a problem. How have you, uh, how have you used your passions or something that you just feel so strongly about to lead uh, in your schools? How have you used your passions to to create opportunities to lead. Maybe you're telling your teacher, hey, this is really important to me. Um, is there something we can do to help or something that I could try to do to help? Um, so one way we can uh, use our passions is like my passion for like writing, like um, like helping people. 
and making like comic books and like hoping to make a book one day that has inspired me because mr chen we always have this wednesday assembly called wow wednesday and sometimes our student leadership we would make plays about like these sort of topics like bullying and other things and then we would use like those plays as a fun way to teach kids instead of like just saying oh you should do this to help our environment <laughs> i like that that's a great answer anyone else um well one way i use my passion was i was i've always been really passionate about the environment and when i get older i hope to be an environmental lawyer and i've told mr williams this and looked up this grant and so we applied for that to make a environmental vending machine and so that all goes back to opportunity i told mr williams what i wanted he found an opportunity for me and i put my passion into my work and am working on this project i love that i think anytime we can surround or include our passions in whatever we do it's going to make for a better experience don't you think so yeah Absolutely. Hey, we have another question. Ooh. Yes, y'all are on fire tonight. Okay, what what motivates each and every one of you to be outstanding leaders? What's your drive? I think my drive is knowing what it will do to my future, how it's gonna benefit me as I get older and go out into the community, I think knowing what a leader is and how a leader works, it's going to better my chances as an adult of being successful. I love that. I love that. Hey, uh, Edu Gladiators, I hope you are taking notes and jotting down furiously because these are amazing answers from our guests tonight, from our student leaders tonight. Anyone else, what motivates you to be outstanding leaders? It's not for a grade, so why do you do it? So a reason why I like to um, like do like be a leader is by like because i know that there's like like bad things in the world and so i want to be a leader so i can like improve those things and find different ways to like like instead of like using pesticide to help kill bugs we can as a leader i can use like my passions to help find a way to like use like a natural source instead of like a chemical source Wow. Wow. That was amazing. So be the change, like be part of the change that, that you want to see if you see something is, is not how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Anyone else? Kamali, I haven't heard from you yet. Um, you want a fresh question? Cause I have one. You want a fresh one? Sure. Okay. So, one of our one of our folks listening in uh, asked, "How do you inspire your other classmates to join you as student leaders?" Um, one way I help my teammates join me as a student leader is by like telling them how you can become one and how it will help the community. I love that idea. I love that. Just sharing your story, right? And what joy you have out of leading. I love that. Kiwi, what about you? Um, to inspire your friends, you could educate them on leading and like 
tell them about tell them the good consequences of um, leading and the bad ones so um, and you could tell them what it could do for what they're passionate about too I love that you know what I like what you said Kiwi is that it's it's hard to be a leader sometimes right do you find that sometimes it's difficult to be a leader? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes maybe your friends may not want, may not accept the same, uh, or may not be driven by the same way that you are to lead. And sometimes that can be really tough. Um, so that's why I think it's really important to, you know, uh, look at your passions, let that drive you, and also share the story about leadership. Here's a question that I would love to have answered is, you know, why is it so important to develop leadership? And um, Mr. Williams and Mr. Chen, I would love to hear you guys on this one. Why is it so important to develop student leadership? Because sometimes it is hard. I mean, this is a fantastic group of kids right here. And I know sometimes they're doing things that their friends may not may not be into doing all the time. So why is it important to, to develop that in students? I think it's important to think about diverse modes of leadership. You know, that not all leaders are going to be the person in the front of the classroom giving a speech. Sometimes it's like the silent leader who does, you know, their, their focus is, you know, maybe on data. You know, their focus is maybe on um, doing the backbone work and behind the scenes work. And I think um, the importance of developing different modes of leaders is like opening kids' eyes that, oh, even though I'm not that loud person in the classroom, I'm still a leader because I'm doing what I'm passionate for. Um, and maybe Kamali can talk to um, one of the chants we do in our classes. Um, maybe, yeah, why, don't, why don't you tell them what, what's one of the chants we do in our class? Um, one of the chants we do in our chant is a good job cheer. It's where um, we say good job through chant to um, a person or a teammate. Hmm. And then explain to them. We also have another one, um, Ao Aku Ao Mai. What does that mean? Um, Ao Aku Ao Mai mean, uh, means I lead you and you lead me. Wow. So everybody is responsible for this whole leadership piece. It's not just one person at the top, right? Y'all are doing great. Y'all are doing great. Hey, we have it. We have a new question. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So, um, one of the folks listening in, Andrea, is asking, "What are some of the challenges you meet as student leaders in your building? What are some of the challenges you meet as student leaders?" Um, some of the challenges is like when people who don't really understand why you're doing it and they're always like trying to discourage you and they're always sometimes like when I do things in my classroom that I like to do and I'm passionate for other kids will be like oh why are you doing this um, you should you should do this so like the those are some challenges that I face when like I do student leadership because people don't really like, some people are passionate for it and some people it's like hard for them to really understand why we do it. 
Yeah, I agree with him. Like sometimes, like even when it's your close friends and you're doing something, you're being a leader and they bring you down for it. That's like, it kind of hurts your feelings and you don't know why you do it, but then you remember like everything that you've been through and you continue to do it. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. Chira, did you have an answer for that too? You look like you're about to say something. Yeah, I agree with them. It's like sometimes your peers don't agree with you. Like sometimes your friends, because they might not agree with what you're saying or they might not give you the same respect as they do with your teachers. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I haven't come through this problem, but I know like keeping your leadership reputation. I guess is like difficult, especially if you have peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be. It can be. You know what I find that's really helpful to me, guys, is and Mr. Williams is part of a part of my group, and now Mr. Chen is part of my group. Sometimes it helps to have a group of people around you that are just as crazy about things as you are support groups so uh, you can feed off and be uh, revitalized and get energy from your friends that do understand what you're doing so when you have those challenges it's always better if you can face those with with a group that is your kind of crazy <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely oh my gosh we have another question wow okay miss blabber is asking what is your favorite part of being a leader? <laughs> My favorite part of being a leader is being able to see the change that you've made within your community or within your school or wherever, whatever you're doing and being able to look back on it and saying, hey, we did that, guys. We accomplished this. Wow. I love that. Who else? What's your favorite part of being a leader? What's your favorite part? <laughs> I agree with Riley. It's kind of like looking back and seeing what you've done. And yeah. Sure. I love that. Anyone else? What's your favorite part? My favorite part about being a leader is that I get to help other people like see how little Youngest person can make up the biggest change. Mm -hmm. I love that. Hey, Mr. Williams, Mr. Chen, what's your favorite part about uh, teaching these young folks right here in front of us about being a leader? Ooh. Um, I think the most fun part for me is realizing that it's okay that I don't have all the answers, and they do. And they are, they are the most creative minds out there. And when we truly, we talk about giving them opportunities, like Riley talked about, when we give them opportunities, they will exceed expectations every time. Um, and it's just our ability as leaders to trust. And I think that's, that's been a really cool learning lesson for me. And the most fun part is just letting them run with it, um, learning from their failures, celebrating their successes. And also just seeing them realize, whoa, I did this, you know, and them not realizing it until they've actually done it. So that's that's the funnest part about that. I love that, Mr. Jin. What's your favorite part about working with the with these uh, this group of of great leaders right here? 
I think it's, you know, hashtag trust the process, you know? You have to trust that the process you go through is going to be a learning experience for you. Um, for me, you know, it's having them realize everything they do is a success. The fact that they're in the class talking about leadership, they come in at 7 in the morning, um, and all the rest of the kids are, you know, not there, or they come after school and do extra work. It's seeing them realize that that extra effort they put in, um, that extra mindset that they have, um, gives them an extra edge um, and really helps them see the projects through. Um, that's my favorite part. I love that. I love that. You know, um, I saw a post on Facebook. I know you guys probably aren't even on Facebook because that's for people 28 and older, right? <laughs> um, but someone, one of my friends posted uh, a list of questions to ask if you're a parent to ask your kids and hear what they have to say. And so one of the questions was, uh, what, what are you known for? Ask your kids, like, what do they know you for? Or what are you passionate about? So I asked my sons and I have teenagers, bless my heart. I have three boys, one's out of school are in college and two uh, in high school, almost finished. And so I asked them like, what is, what, what is mom, what does mom stand for? And they said, you help people. You don't like to see things that are people being treated unjustly and you help. And I think that being a leader is also knowing like, what do you want to be remembered for? Because if you're a great leader, people will remember what you've done and are you'll see people continuing on some actions that you started. And I think that's a pretty cool thing, right? Yeah. 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 So I had some great inspirations as leaders. Um, my parents were were great inspirations, but my grandparents were super, super great uh, inspirations for me to be leaders. What has been your inspiration, guys and girls, uh, to aspire to be leaders? Who inspired you? Um. Well, I wasn't really inspired by anyone in particular. I guess I saw all these things that other people were doing and how they were affecting the community. But what inspired me was to see the change that I wanted to make. It wasn't one specific person. It was kind of everything all at once. I love that. Anybody else? What inspired you to be a leader? Mr. Chen. <laughs> I was walking Chen. down school, and then I saw all this like stuff happening. And then Mr. Chen came over to me and said, Hey, do you want to come to leadership? And then I said yes, and then that's how I came here today. Wow, and look at you now. You're like YouTube famous, right? Everybody's watching you, and all these adults are asking these awesome questions on how you do what you do. Aren't you glad you walked into Mr. Williams' room? Aren't you glad? And Mr. Chen's room? Aren't you glad? Yeah. Hey, I have another question. Okay, man, these questions are coming like wildfire right now. Okay, so Brian or Brant from Wyoming asked, what advice do you have for him if he wants to form a student leadership group in his school next next year or in the fall? What advice do well, you have? I the advice I would give to him is that you have to have, like, you have to have a reason. You have to be able to know why you are going to do this. And, like, if you're going to do it, you have to be able to get, like, 
to give your students opportunities to do change because like if you don't really know like how to get like these websites and like all these places you can go to have opportunities you you might you can like your leadership class might not really have as much opportunities to lead and become a leader then like if you would have like all the opportunities that we've gotten like from making websites to other things wow so, that's like, awesome and prepared. Yeah. So, so you know, what you know, accomplish so that they can like, and then have a goal beforehand. So then you can be like, okay, guys, I want you to do this, this, and this, and then see how they grow within that process of the tasks you've given them. I if love that. that. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it makes sense. Brand, I hope you're listening. And if you're watching the replay of this podcast. I'm telling you now, grab some paper, grab some pens, and you need to dot down all these amazing ideas. Um, so what, here's another question. How, what projects have you taken on in your building or in your community? Uh, what leadership projects have you taken on? Well, I've taken on, like I said before, the grant, how we got a grant for this, and then we're kind of turning it into a whole community thing where I'm going to display it at all like, different places. And we're like, it's becoming something bigger than what we expected and everything. And then like the can drive and the, when we got things for the homeless children and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Who else? What projects have you taken on in your school or in your community uh, to show your leadership? I have a leadership group um, called Hokupa'a which means the North Star or Talese. It's led by Mr. Williams. And, oh, sorry, Mr. Williams, Mr. Williams and two teachers from this school picked six students, I think. Okay. To, in Hokupa'a, but Mr. some of Mr. Chan's students is in Hokupa'a too. I love that. Yeah. And um, the, the whole Hokupa'a group is trying to solve one problem, and it's student engagement. That is a huge problem. Let me tell you, when you get that solved, you guys are going to be millionaires, okay? Millionaires. Yes. <laughs> All right. Who else? Who else would like to share how you're being a leader in your school or in your community? I think, Kira, do you want to talk about broadcast, Hawk TV, and what we do for that? Um, sure. Um, so for Hawk TV, we create broadcasts which go on, um, go, that are presented um, in our school. <clears throat> like after lunch or during advisory. And those are pretty much just like what today's lunch is and stuff, but it's like leadership because we're like leading the school. Like we're in front of like 700 students leading them. Wow, that's pretty impressive. So, well guys, how do you juggle all of these cool things you're doing at your school or in your community with just being you, just being a kid and enjoying your life right now. How do you juggle and balance all of that? Oh, and schoolwork. How do you balance all that? 
Well, I think the way we, well, for me, like, the way I, like, juggle all the things that I have to do in my, like, like my day is that I would, like, take things, like, first I would do all my leadership work, and then I can do, like, my next part instead of, like, sort of finishing this one and then doing my homework and then going to this particular place and then going back to leadership. So you can tackle it one and then you can get that finish and then and then the next and then the next. So it's even like more efficient instead of like combining everything at once. I like that. So you take it like a task at a time, right? And just kind of check it off and get it done. That's I, awesome. Oh, how I juggle it is I have the five days of the week, that's where I do everything that I have to do. And then the weekend is kind of where I can, like, relax and, like, like have fun and stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> I like that. You have to have time to hang with your friends, right? Yeah. That's very uh, important. How I juggle it, it's, um, I always, like, I guess, like, I always listen to one quote, which is, live life to the fullest. <laughs> so like <laughs> kind of like doing as most as I can possible which is like learning and still being a kid I love that and I'm, I'm typing right now because you guys are just blowing me away <laughs> like I really just need y'all to come for a visit to Nashville and just share all of this goodness that you're sharing right now um, with kids here as well to continue to encourage and inspire your peers that are even in another state, you know? So, Mr. Uh, Williams, Mr. Chen, how do you share out these amazing things that the kids are doing? So, I'm really big about public exhibitions. You know, I recently watched the film Most Likely to Succeed, um, where High Tech High was really focused and um, at our school, we try to do as many exhibitions as possible. So um, we've done one, and maybe Kamali can talk about the Kane's Arcade project. What, what, what was that? Um, for Kane's Arcade, it's where third grade made a project for second and first grade, and they're like prizes. The project I did, I did a group with um, two other teammates named Nancy and Lily and we made a bowling scene. It's where we made um, pins and we had these balls. And if you knocked, um, I, you had two chances. And if you knocked all of them down, then you would get tickets from this little thing we made. And then there would be a prize place right next to um, the bowling scene. Then, um, it was like sort of spongy material that you could trade in for the ticket. Did you get a really like, did you really like showing it off to the other kids? Um, I, yeah, I really like showing it to the um, other kids because that maybe inspired them that um, if they want to like make something cool, when they're in third grade for King Lakeade, they can do it long as they set their mind to it. I love that. So, missions really allow the kids to show their work and take pride in their work. And so I think 
having like schools create these public exhibitions um, really helped them be more motivated about their project. I love that. I love that. I, and Mr. Williams and Mr. Chen, any advice? We have a question. Uh, any advice that you have for teachers that are just starting to involve more students or more student leaders in their school? Any advice you have for them? Yeah, you know, I think that's a that's a good question. I think I think I think Marlo talked about it. I think grounding yourself in your why because it it's kind of organized chaos having so many students and they have what it takes to succeed, but being being willing to trust that and so really coming back and understanding why you want to do that is number one. And then I think the other important thing, and maybe Keely can talk about this or Kira, is equipping them with the right tools as leaders to think um, leadership is a mindset and it's a way of process. And so I know Keely and Kira, they, they've gone through and um, Riley Design Thinking. Keely, do you want to talk a little bit about design thinking and what that focuses real quickly? Well, design thinking is a process or a type of thinking that um, that we use to solve problems, like any problems. First stage? Huh? What's stage oh. one, two, three? Okay, so there's there's this whole like, it's a, design thinking is a process where there's steps, and the first step is empathize. Second stage? Oh, Define. oh sorry. Second stage, second step or stage is define. The third one is ideate. The fourth one is prototype. And the fifth, the last one, the fifth one is test. Having them use this type of way of thinking um, gives them the structure to be successful. Um, and it's been cool to kind of watch them, and, and both Kira and, and uh, Keely have gone through that, and Keely's done some teaching of it and teaching his peers, which has been helpful. So, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so for those of you that are just joining in, or even if you're watching the replay right now, these amazing students here, these student leaders, they've stayed after school, stayed after school so they can uh, participate and share their stories, share all the amazing things that they're doing. So I don't want to hold them too long because they do have to get up in the morning as well. But I have to ask my favorite question for everybody that's on Edge of Gladiators. Who is your favorite superhero, guys? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. I, I like really thought about this. Um, <laughs> my favorite superhero is Batman. Because I think most people say, like, any superpowers, he just, um, he just has gadgets. He's a, he's a big guy with jacket, gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> Not jackets. <laughs> gadgets. Um, I think, like, he teaches people a lesson because you don't have to have a superpower to be a superhero. Mm. Okay, guys, that was a mic drop right there. <laughs> mic drop right there. Awesome. Because you beat Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, who's next? Who's your favorite superhero and why? My favorite superhero is Professor X from X-Men because he's, like, really smart and he knows what everybody's doing at 
um, that time. And I think that's really cool. <laughs> I think that's really too, cool too, Jara. I love that. Who else? My favorite superhero is Thor. I mean, <laughs> his hammer, he can just take out everyone. I just like Thor a lot. Just, just. We're not judging. We're not judging. That's awesome, Mr. Williams. <laughs> Who's my, my favorite superhero is the Hulk, and there's like no set reason behind this. Ever since I was little, my dad's just like, he likes the Hulk. I don't know why. Like, we have this Hulk blanket at home, so it's kind of like, in my blood, I guess, just be fond of the Hulk. So I don't really know why. <laughs> All right, y'all watch out if Riley turns green on y'all tomorrow, okay? Give her plenty of room. <laughs> All right, who else? I think I'm missing two more people. Um, I My favorite superhero is Captain America. I love like being a part of the team. I love you know team building. So when he says, like, Avengers assemble, that's what I'm all about. I'm about bringing the team together. I love that. Who else? No one else has a favorite superhero? Is Optimus Prime a superhero? He is to me. I love Optimus Prime. Go Transformers. <laughs> well, in my opinion, I think that um, um, Bumblebee is like my favorite one because that he can like change into a like a supercar, and I love like supercars, and my like that's why I chose him because he's yellow. And my favorite color is yellow. So. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hey, Marlon, I have a Camaro because of that movie, because of uh, Transformers. <laughs> and I am hoping every day that that puppy changes into Bumblebee. Okay? <laughs> Just know when that happens, it's going to be all over social media and everything. So I am waiting and talking to my car daily so it can turn into that. <laughs> Anyone else with their favorite superheroes? My favorite superhero is also Captain America um, because he can like help, he might help encourage like other superheroes if they might feel down or feel like they can't do it. I love that. I love that. Okay, can I share who my favorite superheroes are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Okay. So my favorite superheroes right now in this moment is each and every one of you. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Go ahead and do your dap, all that. You guys are awesome. You have inspired me. You have inspired so many folks that are watching and that are commenting and that are still commenting right now. I'm pretty sure we're probably trending right now, thanks to you guys. But you're my heroes because you know what? If all of us do what we can do and change what we see is wrong and we play our own part, the world is going to be a better place. And I'm so encouraged knowing that each and every one of you here that are talking to me tonight, you guys are making a difference. You're making a change. And to me, that's the best kind of superpower to have. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, guess what? I don't want to hold you. I know you have to go home. You probably have homework and some more leadership organization to do. But I want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart for staying after school, for sharing with us about student leadership, Mr. Williams, Mr. Chen. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will. I'm, I'm gonna keep a lookout for the for the rock. Um, <laughs> this has been so much fun. For those of you that are watching uh, watching this live, we are wrapping up our.